0: X-Talks connects professionals in the life science, medical device, and food industries with useful content like webinars, job openings, articles, and virtual meetings to help you succeed in your career. This life science-focused podcast brings together some of our editorial staff to share insights into the latest B2B industry news to keep you up to date.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the X Xtalks Life Science Podcast. I'm Sarah Hand, Editor-in-Chief at xtalks.com and this week I'm joined by a very special guest, Doug Bean, who is the Chief Commercial Officer at Cala Health. Uh, Calahealth is a bioelectronic medicine company transforming the standard of care for chronic disease. The company's wearable neuromodulation therapies merge innovations in neuroscience and technology to deliver individualized peripheral nerve stimulation. Calahealth's lead product, CaliTrio, is the only non-invasive prescription therapy for essential tremor. And so uh just an introduction to you, Doug, here prior to Cal Health. I understand you served as the executive vice president of marketing responsible for leading the growth strategy for iRhythm Technologies, one of the fastest growing digital health companies, and uh also originated from the Stanford Biodesign Program. Uh, Doug has also served as the Chief Operating Officer of AliveCore, Inc. and Chief Marketing Officer at Blue Shield of California, where he helped achieve the fastest-growing blue plan nationwide. Doug has a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration and Marketing from San Francisco State University and an MBA from the University of San Francisco. So hello, Doug. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for including me.
1: Thanks. So just to start us off, can you tell us uh, about when you joined Cala Health and and what your motivation was?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, As you you noted, I was um, at iRhythm, and we were doing some pretty amazing things in the cardiology space. And just as part of my own professional networking, I had the opportunity to meet with Renee Ryan, the CEO of Cala Health, and she also introduced me to Kate Rosenbluth, the chief science officer and founder. And after I met them, one word kind of comes to mind, and it was wow. It's like, wow, these leaders are doing some pretty incredible things and in solving a massive problem in the healthcare industry. And for me, a, a leader who has kind of committed myself to trying to bring our antiquated healthcare system into the 21st century, it really caught my attention. Um uh, so when I when I was thinking about you know making that pivot from iRhythm to Cala the things that really motivated me were one the problem that Cala solves both in essential tremor and in the other chronic diseases that we're focused on is really life-changing and it's the future of healthcare um and the people um Kate Renee the board the team the culture is just really a bunch of innovators trying to build something great. And I just wanted to be part of that. And I felt that I could help contribute and grow at the same time. So those were kind of the the reasons why I made that change. And I haven't looked back since.
1: Nice, and how long have you been with the company now?
2: Yeah, I started in July, 2021. So I don't know, mm. going on two years come July.
1: Oh, that's great. Um, it's really nice to hear your your passion for the work.
2: Yeah, it's it's palpable. I mean, everybody at Cala kind of shares that passion for the patient, passion for innovation, um, and we're all building something together. So it's it's you know it's a it's just a really positive place to be.
1: That's fantastic. So uh, as chief commercial officer, what do your responsibilities include, and uh, what does your day to day really look like?
2: <laughs> Every week, I I just kind of reflect on. How amazing the company has moved the business in one week's time, which is quite short in the world of healthcare. So Mm. what I do every day is, that'd be a a podcast in and of itself, but primarily (laughs) um, I'm responsible for helping the company create the category in the marketplace. You know, human beings don't wake up every morning saying, oh, I'm going to take some electricity to solve my chronic condition. So we are creating a new category. And as the chief commercial officer, you know, our job here is to really create that category by building awareness that there's a viable, safe um, alternative to the other standard of care and essential tremor and, and soon-to-be Parkinson's, um, drive that growth and demand through physicians and patients and payers, and ultimately make sure that all those stakeholders see the value of Cala. Either for themselves as the patient improving their quality of life, or physicians trusting it as a new treatment option, or payers as something that delivers a meaningful benefit to their to their membership. And so it's all those things that that we think about every single day and try to move uh, move the ball forward.
1: And so, what are the biggest challenges for the treatment of hand tremors in people with essential tremor right now?
2: That's a great question. I would say status quo. If you look at this category of movement disorder, hand tremor, it has really lacked any innovation for decades. Hmm. And so the standard of care is really simple, Sarah. If you have a couple drugs that are typically first line prescriptions, but unfortunately this population tends to have multiple conditions. So they're taking multiple drugs. So imagine adding more drugs to your regimen, which likely comes with side effects or it doesn't work. So there's a huge discontinuation rate of these drugs. Mm. And then they go, hey doc, these drugs don't work or they make me feel horrible, what else do you have for me? Well, the only other option is brain surgery. And less than 2% of the population actually qualify for brain surgery, let alone you know, wanting to have brain surgery. So here you have this massive chasm of drugs that don't work well or brain surgery, and you have 10 million people in the United States suffering from this. Hmm. And so that I would say is the biggest problem is that the standard of care is not effective or efficient. Um, and that's where, the, where Cala comes in. It's like, there's a big problem to solve and the company has innovative, a therapy solution that didn't exist that actually solves that problem safely, effectively. And um, there's a lot of other things that are very different that I know you'll ask a little bit later, but but that's the biggest problem, status quo.
1: So there's a real um, unmet need there for those patients.
2: Oh, it's real. I mean, talk to any essential tremor patient, go on any forum and, you know, fundamentally it's not the tremor that people are trying to solve for. That's not the problem. The problem is you can't cut an apple. Mm. (laughs) You can't button your shirt. You can't go to a restaurant with a friend or a family member and feel confident in drinking your glass. Mm. These are just... Fundamental things that people want to do every single day that they can't do because of the tremor. And so, what do they do? They stay home. They socially isolate. They become depressed. They take substance abuses like drugs or or, or alcohol, for example. Hmm. They can't they can't hold a job. So it's like these hand tremors are the source of a lot of angst. And so it's 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 it's, it's a real problem.
1: So it's a real, uh, you know, quality of life measure then Lingo. that um, that Calatrio uh, is is addressing. So, can you explain kind of what the device looks like and and how it works?
2: Yeah, it's that's great. One of the coolest thing about um, the Cala device is that it looks like a sport watch. It's it's discreet, mm-hmm. um, and you can wear it whenever you want to wear it. Um, so, like, let's say I'm gonna go to lunch. I could put my, my Calatrio on. I could do a therapy session for 40 minutes and I could have at least an hour and a half of relief to confidently have that lunch with my friends or family and, and, and go about my day. And uh, it's, it's, it's that simple. Um, you know, Unlike a drug where you take one and it kind of like fogs your brain for many hours or a full day mm-hmm. or surgery where you have to go under and get surgical procedures done and all those kinds of things, this is on demand. So when you need the relief, um, to, to, you know, engage in those moments that matter, let's say, um, you could use the therapy.
1: And so compared to, uh, to drug treatments, this really sounds like an individualized treatment because the patient is sort of in control of, um, when they want to, uh, be able to put the device on, as you say, and kind of get that, that relief.
2: Yeah. It's truly personalized medicine is what you're saying. And Mm -hmm. that word you used individualized, you actually hit the nail on the head. When you think about what really distinguishes uh, Calataps therapy, which is our technology, it's that unique ability to detect each patient's unique physiology, hence their their, their tremor frequency,
1: hmm. and
2: then use the um, the the software on the device to automatically calibrate that stimulation to that individualized uh, frequency, which is what is required for the clinical effect, and then which is super powerful, we could actually, after the therapy is completed, we could assess the efficacy of that therapy session Hmm. for you and for your doctor. So it's like, what drug, you know, one (laughs) adapts to your your own unique physiology and gives you that data that you could say, okay, my condition is improving and share that information with our doctor. No drug can do that. To get that
1: feedback. Wow. yeah. 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 And so how does the, I'm curious, how does it um, like feel to the wearer? Is it like a comfortable device?
2: That's a great question. Well, the, the patient has um, the ability to control the intensity of the stimulation. Mm-hmm. What you typically hear from patients is that because it's hitting the radial and median nerve, Mm-hmm. You could feel tingling in those fingers that are attached to those nerves. Mm-hmm. but it's but it's comfortable. It's not like it's it's painful or shocking, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: but you could feel the tingling sensation and you could you could regulate higher or lower on that sensation based on your comfort level.
1: Interesting. So it sounds like, kind of similar to um a tens machine. is Is it similar technology or
2: it is absolutely different than TENS.
1: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what makes ours so special is that one we actually can detect that unique physiology and right. automatically calibrate the stimulation to that patient. Tens cannot right. do that.
1: right okay.
2: Also our electrode um, um, platform specifically targets the radial and median nerve and mm-hmm. then specifically there's a there's a there's a phasing effect of how we uh, administer the stimulation. To create the the reduction of tremor, TENS cannot do that, um, and the entire experience of the of the of the device is fully integrated. And so, like mm-hmm. even with the way you charge the uh, the device um, is so different than a TENS. It's actually designed for people that tremor have tremor that that may have a difficulty in in putting in that the device to charge. It's so the whole thing is integrated. Um, it is so very different than a okay. TENS
1: device okay thank you for clarifying that then i think that's um that's a really exciting level to detail um to have something that uh as you said the charging is even tailored towards these patients i think that's that's sticks out to me
2: everything we do is patient centered from the therapy from the patient experience from the data all that stuff is designed around the patient experience and in fact there's there are there are published clinical studies that have demonstrated TENS devices are not effective in tremor relief, so mm. it is it is not just me explaining the differences in our device versus that device. Mm-hmm. It's clinically proven that there's there's no similarity, and in fact, TENS devices are not effective in addressing tremor.
1: Interesting. Okay,
2: you hear my passion in that because this is some this is a question that comes up, um, and so back to what I said earlier, it's our job to create the category and do the awareness and education, which mm-hmm. is part of mm-hmm. that.
1: Yeah, so, certainly. That's a great no,
2: question. I'm glad you asked that.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate that. My only experience, um, just personally, with the TENS machine, I don't have uh, a central tremor, but I I um, use it for pre- pain relief while I was uh, having my my children. And so I it, just the way you were explaining uh, the the Cala device at first, it sounded similar in that that nerve stimulation. But um, yeah, seeing the the differences, it uh, definitely clarifies it. Yeah. If yeah. Kate
2: were on the call with us right now, she would give you the very detailed scientific <laughs> distinctions. And there are many. So, but mm-hmm. it's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. And I'm glad I was able to help clarify.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, so is CaliHealth currently running any other clinical trials using uh, other non-invasive wearable neuromodulation technologies?
2: Yeah, that's, um, so, you know, we right now are are on market in the uh, action tremor space. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, as I said, there are about 10 million patients in the U S in that space. And, um, we are, we are also going to be moving into the the Parkinson's mm-hmm. uh, indication as well. And still, again, the action related hand tremor, um, the other indications that we're looking into, uh, actually not looking into, we're actually doing studies to your point, um, are areas of cardiology, psychiatry, mm-hmm. And autoimmune. Um, all these kind of okay. fall under our, like you, you stated really well, our vision up front around uh, pioneering bioelectronic medicine to help people that are struggling with chronic conditions. And so, under that umbrella of chronic conditions, um, these are all the different areas that we have developed technology on our platform uh, and are running actually actively clinical studies. So it's super great. exciting. That's also part of the the excitement to join the company. It wasn't like a one product wonder mm-hmm. it was a platform. There's a whole mm-hmm. portfolio of indications that our TAPS therapy can can address. So. Yeah,
1: that's great. The idea that it's uh, it's applicable to, to other areas, for sure. Yeah. That's very exciting. Um, your comment
2: earlier around individualized, that ability mm-hmm. to sense, treat, and sense. That's kind of the core of our technology in movement disorder, in cardiology, in autoimmune, et cetera. So that is that is kind of the, um, I don't know, the central theme across all the indications that we innovate on.
1: Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned that um, Calatrio is available in the U.S. for for patients with essential tremor currently. How are they gaining access right now to that? It sounds like there's some, um, you know, challenges around uh, education for both, you know, healthcare providers and the patients themselves and and getting that payer piece um, in line as well. So maybe you can speak to some of those challenges. Yeah, this kind of
2: ladders on your earlier question, like what's the biggest challenge? And I, you know, I, yeah. I it's, it's, the, it's the status quo. Yeah. The second biggest challenge is access. But we have been very uh, focused on that and have uh, uh, built a ton of momentum. So, for example, how does your first part of the question, how does a patient get access? Well, first, they get a prescription from their doctor. Typically, mm-hmm. it's a general neurologist, but often it's a primary care physician. This is as simple as writing a script.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, that's that's where patients could get access to it. As far as the reimbursement side, so we have a national policy and, and a payment um, schedule with um, the VA, so about nine and a half million people in the U.S. Uh, in the VA. Um, as of uh, late last year, Medicare um, established a, a fee schedule mm. uh, for Calatrio, Um and so that was established in, in October. And so we're seeing a ton of growth from the traditional Medicare population, which is about 36 million people in the United States. We also have contracted with a number of the Blue Cross Blue Shield plans, um, uh, which also adds millions more, you know, you know access to, to patients out there. And we're continuing to bring new payers online every single Month, let's say, <laughs> not day. There's not that many, um, but um, and so that's that's how you get access to it. You go to your physician, um, and since this this condition largely applies to those that are sixty five and older, mm-hmm. not to say that there aren't folks dealing with essential tremor in their forties and fifties, there are. But like two thirds of the population are, are Medicare age, so mm-hmm. getting that that Medicare uh, to traditional Medicare payment and the VA you really addressed a large part of that population.
1: That's fantastic. Well, um, Doug, I wanna thank you so much for your time today and, and telling us about your work at Cala Health.
2: Well, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, and you asked some really great questions. So thank you well, for thank that. You.
1: <laughs> well, that's the end of this episode of the XOX Life Science Podcast. If you liked today's show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, thanks again to you, Doug, and, and uh, we'll see our, our regular... Um, other co hosts next week.
0: Thanks for listening to the X Talks Life Science Podcast. If you enjoyed our discussions today, please share the episode with your friends and colleagues and be sure to subscribe in order to be notified when a new episode is released. To join in on the discussion, you can find X Talks on social media. Email podcast at xtalks.com or comment on the articles directly. Links are in the show description. Take a moment to join our community at xtalks.com to get access to everything we have to offer, including webinars, job listings, virtual meetings, articles, and more. The views and opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the speakers sharing them. They should not be taken as professional advice and do not necessarily reflect the policy or position Honeycomb Worldwide. For further information, email us at podcast at xtalks.com.